I'm Jaden Nguyen. And I'm Will Nickel. And this is Tiger Talk. Bringing you news from LSU. Okay, welcome to our second episode of Tiger Talk. Hey. With Jaden and Will, of course. I'm Will. <laughs> I'm Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> um, today, we have a very special episode because it's all animal-centric. Ooh, critters. And speaking of critters, um... Yesterday was Will's birthday, and Will got a little got a little critter from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she got me a stuffed blue healer for my birthday, which is I have a, a blue healer named Remington Remy. back at home. Shout out to Remy. Shout out to Remy. <laughs> I hope he listens to this. He'll probably like that. No, he'll probably start barking. No. Yeah, he will. <laughs> He's very well behaved. Don't. Oh, okay. Don't talk trash about Remy. I'm not talking trash about Remy. I'm just saying he realistically would start barking. Well, if there was a knock that sounded like someone at the door, he would start barking. But Let me see. Okay, okay. Podcasts don't make him bark. <laughs> don't. All right. But um, for our critter-only episode, we thought it'd be fun to talk about some critter-related stories. And this week, Will is planning on releasing a very exciting critter-related story. Um, share it with the people. Yeah, it's super exciting. A hedgehog got cancer. Um, <laughs> Don't put it like that. <laughs> no, uh, it's, uh, I'm writing a story about a hedgehog named Betty. Um, her owners call her Queen Betty because she's a queen. Slay. And um, she developed cancer, I think, June of last year. Mm-hmm. And they took her in and they thought it was gingivitis. Like hedgehog gingivitis. Yeah. I don't. I think it's different than human gingivitis. Right. I forget the exact wording. I'll have to check my notes. But um, but they took her in and they thought it was gingivitis. They did a biopsy and they realized it was uh, cancer. Mm-hmm. And then they removed the cancer at the LSU uh, vet hospital thing. I don't know the official. The Stevenson Pet Clinic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they removed the cancer from her lower jaw, I believe. Mm-hmm. And... Because of that, she got a little hole in her jaw and she sticks out her tongue and it's Aww. really cute. It's adorable. And then um, it came back, I think the second time came back in her upper jaw. Oh. And they were, because they're really small hedgehogs, mm-hmm. quite little critters. Yeah. They fit in the palm of your hand. Like and so yeah, you don't quite fit in the palm of my hand, <laughs> but um, they, they were worried I mean, you can't really remove a lot of a hedgehog before there's no hedgehog left. <laughs> so, yeah. and so they were worried that uh, they didn't they didn't want to operate on the other the other cancerous growth that was on like the top of her jaw, mm-hmm. and so they did radiation treatment. Oh. And um, generally, like hedgehogs getting that type of cancer, if they don't do like surgery or like radiation, the hedgehog has about four to six weeks to live. You know, four to six weeks until you're talking about the cancer might not kill it, but they're probably going to take it in and uh, put it to sleep, euthanize it because the quality of life is just not there. But because of the stuff they were doing in the LSU pet clinic, Mm -hmm. uh, Betty is that was she was diagnosed in June. Mm -hmm. It is now February and she's still kicking and licking with her tongue sticking out her jaw. (laughs) (laughs) Did she have cancer toy? Yeah, it's well. I, I'll have to, I don't remember the exact type of cancer, mm-hmm. but she had cancer in like, it was like a cancerous growth, like a tumor in either the top or bottom of the jaw first. 
I believe it was the bottom. Yeah. And sh- and then they had to operate on that and they removed and it that. Cured, like, yeah. Well, cured is like a cured is a difficult thing to say about cancer because it's like Yeah. I mean, it's cancer. Right. Um, but you know, they removed it and it was successful surgery. Mm-hmm. And then uh she got another like it's like a lump on her mouth, you know. And they did radiation to shrink it and they successfully they they it like it's like shrinking, you know, like yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. They they can't say that they cured Betty of cancer mm-hmm. because uh, cancer is a, lo- a really complex thing, you know. Especially animal cancer. Animal I cancer assume, is pretty yeah. complex, yeah. <laughs> but um, they, you know, from a four to six week to live time frame to mm-hmm. what is this? June. I don't, can you do the math? June to no. now. June. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna call it six months, and uh, we're gonna hope that's right. January, February, March, April, May, June. <laughs> That's month six, and we're in month two. <laughs> Eight months? Someone out there is going to listen to this and be like, wow, those two people are the dumbest people in the entire world. Listen, I'm not a math major, okay? Yeah. Or a, or a calendar major. We just write the stories. Yeah. We just write what people tell us. Yeah, I, I go to the vet med, and I hold up my little my little recorder, and I say, can I record? And they say, yes. <laughs> and, then, and then I get the robot computer to transcribe it for me Yeah, no. so I don't have to transcribe. And you're talking to people who cured a hedgehog, well, yeah. saved the, a hedgehog. So Dr. Jamie Looper, she's the first person I spoke to. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, dude, she's so, she's so great. Um, she is one of... Let me fact check this. Yeah, one of 129 radiation oncologists Damn. in the world, not like at LSU or like in the United States, in the world. Yeah, that's crazy. More people have Oscars, you know? <laughs> like you're more likely to run into a Best Picture winner than you are to run into her. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And she's at LSU right. and and curing hedgehogs of cancer. Well, curing. Again, I use the word curing. But, you know, Yeah. I think... Saving animal lives. Like... No matter how much longer, because Betty is four years old, mm-hmm. uh, like four and a half years. Hedgehog, a lifespan of a hedgehog is generally about five years. Yeah. So this is kind of like the equivalent, you know, of like for a human, you got four to six weeks, so four to six weeks to live in a hedgehog is like, you know, what, a couple years in a human, like relatively. Mm-hmm. And then extending, expen- <laughs> extending that from, from, you know, four to six weeks to eight months or whatever it was is almost like increasing someone's lifespan like you know five or ten times you know yeah. that that is a crazy improvement no, over that is crazy. over where she likely would have been if she didn't get any treatment which right. like yeah like i said if she didn't get any treatment they would have just had it they probably would have taken her in and had to like uh put her to sleep uh in like four to six weeks that's terrible yeah but I, good, but good. I agree. Well, <laughs> you think it's terrible she's alive? No, I think it's terrible that she would have died. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, she actually did die. That's a fun... <laughs> no, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. For a little bit. So whenever they brought her in for um, her last round of radiation, mm-hmm. she didn't... It wasn't a complication for the radiation, I believe. It was a complication from uh, the anesthetic because obviously... Yeah. You have to be very precise with where you shoot the radiation into a, a, a small little animal like that. You don't mm-hmm. want to cause any damage uh, to surrounding areas, um, especially like right next to her brain and stuff because it's right on her, on her jaw. And so they have to put the put the hedgehog to sleep, like not put to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> they have to put her to a nap. Right, okay. <laughs> so okay. she's going to wake up. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, 
they put her to sleep and I think they had complications with the anesthetic and she died. Like she, her heart stopped beating and they had to do hedgehog CPR. This is a real thing. They told me that you use your, like your thumb Mm -hmm. and your index finger and you do like really tiny little, uh, chest compressions on a hedgehog, which is kind of, kind of cute, kind of scary. That's sad. Kind of sad. Yeah. But it's kind of adorable to think about like miniature because she made it. She made it. She's still kicking yeah. and licking. I don't know why I've said it <laughs> twice now. Let's go for three. Um, no, let's not go for three. And she's still kicking and licking. And oh my god! You know, so it's cute. I think that they did. They it's did, cute that she's. They did tiny miniature CPR on her. They said they even. I th- I believe they put a breathing tube like in her throat, oh like god, a small yeah. little breathing tube to help her start breathing again. And they do small little tiny chest compressions. Um. And she came back to life. <laughs> like a Frankenstein monster kind of thing. Um, but yeah, she's she came back and they, uh, you know, she's doing all good. Which the owner, uh, his name is Sonny. Mm-hmm. He said that that was a really interesting call to be like, hey, Betty's ready to come pick you. You can come pick her up, you know. And, and he's like, oh, that's great. And she's like, oh, yeah, she died for a bit, but she's here now. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just want to say as like a sidebar, um, when I was first hiring Will and I did training with him, he was taking Remy to the vet (laughs) and uh, (laughs) it was the same day as I was training him and we had to push it back and then we started a Zoom call together and the first thing Will tells me is about the, I was like, oh, like, how's the vet? How, like, how's your dog? And he was like, we had to put him to sleep. Yeah. I forget that means kill. I forget that sometimes. And I was like, oh my God, I made this man okay. like, come train on the day and yeah. put his dog down. Like, First of all, if I had to put Remy to sleep, you would not see me at training the, the same day. You wouldn't see no, me I, yeah. on the planet Earth for a year. <laughs> I would go live in a cabin somewhere by myself in the woods. Just, I, I would be uh, just completely, <laughs> I would be so heartbroken. So heartbroken. Yeah. But... Yeah, I forget that that means kill. I was like, because they... can you forget that? Okay, so as they... Because I go to sleep all the time. And no one's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> I go to sleep and they expect to see me in the morning. You know? Yeah, you're never like, I'm going to go to yeah, sleep. Yeah, I'm going to go to sleep. And they're like, oh, when's the when's, when's the funeral? Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, we, we still do that. But he's he doesn't like the uh, the vet. Mm-hmm. They, they, they freak him out. He's like me. He gets a little anxious. <laughs> around doctors and stuff not all doc not just like doctors in general like if a doctor of music i'd be fine with or something oh, okay <laughs> but like a medical doctor trying to do some medical stuff on me i get all anxious and he's mm-hmm. the same way and uh and it's just not worth like put, i don't want to put a muzzle on him you know yeah. that's so that's so mean to put a muzzle on him so they put him gave him a little shot kind of like they do to betty i guess mm-hmm. where it's like anesthetic and he takes a little nap uh they don't put him to sleep they put him to nap Remy, if you're listening to this, um, don't. Like, he's actually, he's going to the vet, I believe, probably the day this podcast will come out, <laughs> uh, this upcoming Friday. So it would be a really thrilling, exciting day for you. Yeah. Okay. This is a little terrible, but he's kind of cute whenever, because like, <laughs> he's like stoned whenever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they, they think they come in, they give him the shot and he like, he's not like asleep asleep. He's just like zonked. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like laying down he's not getting up right. he's like just just dead not dead oh i gotta stop saying that 
Uh, he, he's just... He's like you after you had like two burritos. Yeah, he's like me after the football diet story. <laughs> I was just lying down and not moving. Right. Um, and then they come in and they give him like a reversing shot mm-hmm. that reversed the effects of it. But um, it still lasts for a little bit. Like he's still like... Like he's... I can only just... He just he's like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Uh-huh. After he gets the wake up shot, he's just like kind of like moping around all slow and stuff. And uh, you can pick him up and hug him and stuff and he won't do anything. Well, he won't do anything, but he normally... Normally he'll like start licking you and stuff. Now yeah. you can just pick him up. And Normally he starts like, licking and kicking. Yeah, licking and kicking. <laughs> oh, should we call it, that should be the episode. <laughs> licking and kicking. I don't know if that's a good idea. That might. No, yeah, we might get. Yeah, flagged. in trouble with KFC or something. <laughs> what KFC. Oh, that's finger licking good. <laughs> KFC. <laughs> um, but yeah, Remy's cute whenever he's on drugs. Yeah. Anyways, but um, back to Buddy. Oh, dude, <laughs> Rivi actually, when we first got him, he had uh, he had stomach, stomach worms. Oh. Um, and he was so cute when he had stomach worms, <laughs> because because they make you sleepy. They oh, make you really sleepy, and so he would just like he was a puppy, you know, mm-hmm. and he'd just fall asleep in your arms, and everybody's like, oh, can I hold him while he sleeps? And they're just like <laughs> holding him while he's sleeping and stuff, and he has worms, so it's like. When we found out that, we got rid of them. Right. But sometimes whenever he's barking at the mailman, I regret it. You're like, I'm like, I wish you had worms worms. right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Anyway. But back to Betty. Back to Betty. You got to meet Betty. I did get to meet Betty. Oh my goodness. She's so cute. She's so cute. And she's got her little, her little, uh, what do they call I guess they're spines. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that like stick out her back and they're kind of pokey, but they're kind of not, you know? She's Did like, you real... stick your finger on one of them? Yeah. Not like stick, like <laughs> I touched them. Right. I, I didn't get stabbed. I figured that she was something you She didn't impale would do. me. Well, I was petting her. I had to stick my finger on her. Well, I know, but I She feel likes like getting petted behind the ears. No. I feel like you're the curious kind of guy to just be like, Pfft. oh, yeah, what's that feel like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's that? <laughs> I wonder if I could take this sort of pain and <laughs> yeah. squeeze in the hedgehog. Oh, my God. She's really sweet, though. For I haven't met many hedgehogs, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. But from what I've heard, from uh, this is Sonny's first hedgehog. He was there with his two friends. And they, the reason he got Betty was because um, uh, his two friends had had hedgehogs before him. Oh. And um, he thought, great. A great starter pet. It's actually his first pet, he said. Oh, that's cool. It was a hedgehog. And uh, so he got Betty. Um, and she's apparently really sweet. for Like, most hedgehogs aren't really super, like, social and cuddly. Mm-hmm. But apparently Betty is just, like, super cuddly. And she Aww. just still, like, fall asleep on people. Maybe, maybe she has worms. Like, Remy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a terrible joke. <laughs> Betty does not have worms. She she's, had cancer. She survived uh, cancer. And now yeah. she has worms. She doesn't need the worm slander. I'm yeah. sorry. Betty is fantastic. She has no worms. The The wonderful people at the at the LSU uh, pet clinic make sure that she is 100% healthy. And, and worm free. Sonny makes super, takes super good care of her because he was, he was telling me about the, the type of food he gives her. Because mm-hmm. apparently uh, a lot of people give like hedgehogs just like cat food. Yeah. And you're like, you know, I don't know anything about hedgehogs. Sure, leave them cat food. But um, apparently cat food is for cats. Right. <laughs> but like why cat food? Like why was that your first thing you resort to? Dog food might be too big, I guess. I guess, I guess cat food is more like liquid. I don't know. Do you don't? No, it was, it's like dry cat food, I'm sure. They do dry They what? do dry cat food, yeah. yeah. But, I, but, but you shouldn't give them any cat food is the right. moral of the story. 
because apparently this I don't think I don't know if this is proven or if this is 100% true but I heard it from Sonny and is and I also heard it from another person at the pet hospital um that um giving them cat food can lead to an increase in cancer mm-hmm. and Sonny didn't know that whenever he first got her and he actually gave her I think he gave her cat food for a little bit mm-hmm. and then he took her to the uh, LSU vet clinic and they were just like hey don't do that don't give her any more cat food and now he's got this top in high high high-end uh hedgehog food that's oh, like super special for her. actually now that she has the uh the jaw hole mm-hmm. she eats differently oh. right because she has a j- hole right, in her. yeah um can't nibble the same yeah way. You, can't nibble and so they get her kind of like they kind of have like like mush it up you know it's kind of like a liquid kind of thing yeah and she has to like lap it up with her tongue <laughs> and they were worried i mean whenever you're removing a big chunk of an animal's face like that you're worried about how they're gonna respond but she was just fine and she just like went back to eating her you know it took her a bit to adjust to the new food mm-hmm. but once she started eating realizing that it's food she was like let's go i love food yeah <laughs> and she just eats it and she's super healthy now well, not, i don't know about super healthy <laughs> she's still she got like a, have worms she's still got a hole in her jaw oh, but yeah, but she's She's great. She's she's the cutest little hedgehog I've ever met. She's the only hedgehog I've ever met, but she is, from all accounts, a wonderful Did hedgehog. Did she make little noises? She does. Uh, yeah, she uh, she does make a little n- like noise out of her nose, but I think that's because one of her nostrils is closed. I think that's what Sunny said. Yeah. Um, Poor Betty. And so she has a bit of a whistle. Yeah, but she's a. Uh, they they take her to uh, do all these like little. I have these cute little photos of her. She went to go see Santa, Aww. and then she went to go visit a pumpkin patch, and and she's just so adorable. That's and so I'm cute. so happy she's uh she's still She'll kicking and licking. And I knew you were gonna say that. Ooh, we're back for more, baby. <laughs> um, did you ask him why they named her Betty? I was. Thinking, I did ask him that. Hold on, I don't. Did he say the Taylor Swift song? He he did say it was. Because of a song, I believe, but it wasn't the Taylor Swift song. Dang, I have to. I'd have to go back and look in my notes to to see a hundred percent. I don't remember exactly, but Betty. Yeah, I think the be- name Betty is a great name. It's a great name, and they call her Queen Betty. Yeah, because she's the queen. You should call Remy King Remy. Should I? <laughs> Maybe not. Never mind. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I didn't know there was a touchy subject. <laughs> He's not the king. Oh, that's because it's you? Yeah, that's right. Okay. He's right. small. He's smaller than me. He does this thing where he gets mad at me and he's like throwing a fit. And then I pick him up and I hold him like a baby. And, <laughs> and he's like, you're small. And I'm like, you're smaller than me. I can hold, I can just pick you up. And he's like, okay, my fault. <laughs> my fault. And then he turns around and bites you. Well, he tries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm bigger than him. So, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Do hedgehogs boys? Yeah. Yeah. They do. Not Betty. She's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. But actually, Betty <laughs> Betty did. There was because like uh, her owner's friends have hedgehogs and they believe they had a male hedgehog. If I remember correctly, either this is Betty mm-hmm. or this is a different hedgehog they owned. <laughs> okay, okay. One of the female hedgehogs that they owned was with like the younger male hedgehog. Mm-hmm. And the younger male hedgehog was like, Squawk, squawk. <laughs> Making little hedgehog noises because he's a baby. He don't know no better. Right. And apparently that's like mating noises. Oh, okay. And the female hedgehog said no. And she bit him. <laughs> I see. Okay. 
So yes, hedgehogs do. But yeah, if you asked a girl out and she bit you, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty demoralizing. <laughs> but also like <laughs> kind of confusing. Like, is that necessarily a no? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I didn't get. A, I didn't really get like a verbal very answer. Mixed signals, yeah. Very mixed signals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the people at the vet hospital—they're doing a lot of a lot of. It's not just hedgehogs that they do cancer treatment on. They do cancer treatment on all sorts of dogs and cats, and mm-hmm. I believe they do uh, do it on birds too. And they have horses out there. I live. They right do have horses next to the vet center, vet med center, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and they have a lot of horses out there, like all the time. Yeah. Roman. Licking yeah. and kicking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we're retiring it after that one. <laughs> yeah, we guys retired a bit. Um, but yeah, to, whenever I was interviewing there, they told me that um, they were like, "Yeah, you should come back sometime, and we're gonna do an open house." I unfortunately couldn't make it, but she she did say we'll have a horse on a treadmill. Whoa! And I don't know if that was a joke <laughs> or if they really had a horse on a treadmill. Dude, we should go. The on. vet med is such a great place for story ideas. They they're just, I mean, they're so great at, you know, just what, what they, they do. do. Yeah. They're just, and then, but all of the stories there are just inherently cute because it's about animals, small little fluffy animals or big, large fluffy animals or scaly feathery ones, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. They're just, they're just inherently cute and adorable. And they're just also feel good, you know, cause they're, they're so good at their jobs. They always help the animals in such a great way. Uh, uh, Dr. Looper was telling me of a story about um, one I forget what type of animal it was. It was maybe a cat or a dog, and it had like had to be get like prosthetics on like three of its legs. Oh my god! Yeah. And they just hooked it up, and they got three prosthetic legs for it, and they just you know it was doing good. Oh. And they're you know they're they're killing over there. Yeah. They're actually um, not literally killing. They're saving, no, not they're, they're saving, saving it over there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they uh they actually there's a lot of overlap between uh animal cancers and human cancers. Right, yeah. And so a lot of the stuff they do, like specifically with the, uh, I think they said larger dogs, like I guess like like a Doberman or something, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like our boxer, they, they're more likely to get uh, bone cancer. Okay. Um, and bone cancer, I forget the exact scientific name for it, but it's a type of cancer that uh, affects usually children. Mm-hmm. It's a really terrible type of cancer. Um, but because it's super common in these dogs, they're able to figure out the treatment plans and the carryover between dogs and humans might not be one to one, you know, yeah. but it, it, it definitely significantly could improve the lives of some people that are, that are sick, um, by helping dogs that are sick. Right. Um, I mean, there's a lot of carryover the, the radiation machine that they have there is from a human hospital, oh, crazy. which it's funny to call it a human hospital. Normally it's just called a hospital. <laughs> But yeah, the radiation machine was donated from a human hospital because mm-hmm. they obviously they want the cutting edge stuff at, for the humans. Yeah. Um, but it's not old. I, I think she said it was uh, 2017 or 2018 when they got the machine. Mm. And so it's it's relatively a new machine and it's, it's super high tech. It has this, you know, fancy form of radiation that can target very specific areas of cancer. And I mean, yeah, there's... And then they also the chemotherapy. Yeah. The chemotherapy is the exact same chemicals that they use for for oh, human chemotherapy as well. She said it's just obviously different dosages, mm-hmm. but it's the same chemicals, and it's really interesting. Yeah. 
Do they ever work with like the pre-med program? Policy, or do you know that? So what Dr. Looper said is that they are actually working on like a collaborative thing with, I'll have to pull up the story here. Um, I assume like, obviously LSU has a... It's, the vet school, the human health center, and I believe the physics department. Okay. All working together to make like a collaborative uh, research center. Oh, nice. Uh, to hopefully work together on, uh, you know, helping cancer and, and not helping cancer, <laughs> going against cancer, right. fighting cancer. Fighting cancer. <laughs> yeah, helping fight cancer. Killing cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're working on that to, uh, you know, obviously at the vet med, they're trying to translate that to humans. Yeah. And then at the the health center and then the the physics department, I guess, is already working on that specifically for humans. But, yeah, right. But they're working on translating that over to humans. Speaking of critters, we have a very exciting story to talk about today on the pod. <laughs> um, so we have a special guest. Hi, my name's Peyton Manuel. Um, yeah, I'm a sophomore here at LSU, and I also write for the Rev. I'm a new. I'm in the news section here. Let's so. go news representation. <laughs> yeah, we need it. <laughs> um, so today, our icebreaker for Peyton is obviously keeping with theme of the episode. What is your favorite animal? Oh my gosh. Um, it's definitely aquatic. I'd say a dolphin. Ooh, they're like one. they're pretty, but they're fast. I feel like they're actually more dangerous than we give off. Like mm-hmm. they deserve mm-hmm. more credit. So I'm gonna say dolphin. That's a good one. Yeah. I love dolphins. Yeah. I like all animals. So, I mean, I I'm a big gibbon guy. I like to watch him swing through the trees. You, you have know? to explain to people what a gibbon is. Yeah. I, like I have to explain what a gibbon is. It's a an gibbon? underground kind of. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an indie animal. <laughs> um, a gibbon is it's they're not monkeys. They're not apes. They're lesser apes. So they are apes. But, so why are they lesser though? Um, they're smaller than most apes, and they have really long arms and they swing through the trees really fast and it's really cute and cool. Mm-hmm. Cute and cool. Yeah. A, cute, a, a cute ape. A cute, a cute less than ape. <laughs> Not a less than ape. A lesser ape. <laughs> a lesser ape. My bad. A less than ape sounds really <laughs> no. bad. They weigh like thirty to forty pounds, I think. They're little oh. small little guys. Like me. Yeah, kind of like you, except they have way longer arms and can swing to the trees, right. and you, <laughs> you can't do that. You don't know that. I certainly do. Um, what's your favorite animal, though? <laughs> My favorite animal actually is penguins, so <gasps> very fitting, very fitting the story that we're going to talk about. Um, so, Peyton, do you want to tell yeah. people what you're writing about? I'll tell people what I'm working on. Okay, so um, I gave I came up with this idea just like on a random Sunday because that's when you know our pitches are due. And um, my beat for this semester is like coast and environment. And mm-hmm. so I try to keep it, you know, friendly in that area. And I was like, well, what about penguins? And there's this professor here. His name is uh, Michael Polito. And he's been doing like research on penguins in general, um, like all over North America. And so I was like, wow, that's like pretty cool. And they gave it to me. Um, so yeah, so he's he's basically been doing it for a good few years. He work he works with other professors here also, mm-hmm. um, and also other professors at other institutions. Um, and they're basically 
seeing how penguins work with climate change by looking at their feathers. Oh. And so you wouldn't think that, you know, their feathers have anything to do with it. But apparently um, by gauging their feathers, you can tell what they eat. Okay. And they think that, you know, with how we treat the environment, that affects and limits the stuff that they can't eat, which will make some worthy of surviving with mm-hmm. the, envir- the environment changes and some not. And so they're trying to determine how everything's working through their feathers. Um, Interesting. So that's, what I've, that's what I've gotten from uh, a generic uh, perspective of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why they chose like penguins? I don't know why. I talked to him tomorrow, so I'm hoping to get like some see if there's personal side to, you know, why he chose to work with penguins, but he has a lot of history with them apparently. So he's been he's been working with them for a few years. So I'm not sure if it's his favorite animal animal or not. <laughs> but I'll be sure to ask Yeah, you got to find out. Yeah, yeah, and maybe you guys could, you know, relate to that. But yeah. <laughs> Um, do you think you're going to be a penguin for the story? Everyone's asking me that. <laughs> Everyone's asking me, are we going to meet a real penguin? Um, it was in the plan for me to go talk to some zoos. I know that he definitely went to some in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Texas is also another one. I'm from there. So oh, it's, it's pretty convenient. Um, and we're, we're going to see if we can get a photo with him. Oh, my penguin. God. Cool. So stay tuned for you, the, fo- the story to come out. <laughs> you might meet a penguin for the story. I might meet a penguin. I might not. But either way, I want a penguin for the photo. Yeah. <laughs> I told my photographer and we're like, OK, we're going to get a penguin. So I, hopefully the public Dude, will like what it when it comes out. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Will's going to be really jealous. Right yeah. Now. I love animals. Yeah. You could tell you're like an animal guy. <laughs> He wants to be a monkey for a story. We yeah. talk about this like every episode. <laughs> now I'll see what I can find. I mean, if I can do penguins, hopefully I can find some other stuff too. Yeah. They do a lot of stuff. So Collab story of penguins. Oh my goodness, go, collab. That would be cool. If you meet monkeys, I will be upset. If I don't get to meet monkeys, I'll but you I'll be sure do. to let you know. Yeah, you have to hit me up for the monkey story. I'll hit you up. I have I have your information. Or so. apes. Apes. Or apes. Lesser apes, I all sorts of oh. not less than. Lesser. That's right. You're gonna have to find a way to connect monkeys to the environment, though. I feel like. Since, you know. Well, they live in the environment, so it seems pretty easy. Oh, okay. <laughs> they live in the environment, so therefore they are connected. That's right. Interesting. Um, are there any other like stories that you've been working on for like environment stuff? Or, like- um, I'm doing some other ones. I know. Oh, this is on the spot here. I have so much stuff. I'm trying to think. I know that Memorial Hill, like the library, they have like a an art gallery out there. And it's like with this new exhibition they added with water and how like water and the climate works and how we should appreciate it better. And so if you want to go check it out, you know, and you're an LSU student, you can go to Memorial Hill Library and just ask to go see the art gallery. So I'm covering some stuff on that and we have we can stay tuned for some more stuff to come out. Yeah. Do you have any other, like, is there, like, a story that sticks out to you that you've written so far that's, like, something you're really proud of? With, you know, the coast or just in general? Just in general. But coast, maybe specifically? Um, uh, For the coast, this one would be my favorite one. Mm -hmm. So it hasn't come out yet, but the penguin penguin one would be my favorite because, I mean, who doesn't like penguins? Um, Overall, I'd say um, I came out with a story last semester. It's, like, Black LSU 26, and it's about some Instagram account that, connects minority students here and Mm -hmm. so I thought that's a pretty big deal and I could relate to it and sure I'm sure um other people could too and so it was pretty big and I liked it oh yeah how long have you been working at the Reveille I joined like late last semester so a few months but Uh um 
but I'm still kind of new, but kind of not at the same time. It's really weird. Right. Yeah. I came in at a weird time, but it's okay because we have a lot of new people, so it's good to work with them and help them out too. Because technically, I mean, I am old staff. <laughs> so, um, a few months in, you're already old staff. A few months in, I'm already old staff. Dang, that must be like really old staff. We came back from. <laughs> you're spring. ancient staff. How long you've have, got have dust you guys flying off you? I've been here since my uh, second semester freshman year. So this is like my kind of like third year, I guess, being a thrower. Oh, wow. That's yeah. nice. Kudos. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Don't wrinkle your nose when I say that. <laughs> I've been here for one year now. I hired nice. Will, so. He, she, yeah, she hired me. She's my first boss. Well, not really? my, first, my first boss here. Yeah, Will's my little pride and joy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys work well together. You complement oh, each you. other well. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I can reach stuff on the top shelf. Uh, yeah, and I can't. So yeah, I got the bottom. <laughs> huh? I got the bottom cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bottom shelf. Yeah. yeah, you got that covered. Um, I had another penguin question, but I done did forgot it. I have a penguin question. Um, how exactly do you think this research is like applicable to like the climate or like our lives in general? I guess. I'm going to say the answer I think is the cutest. I think that because penguins are so cute and I really don't know a person who has personal beef with with penguins. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I think someone that's just angry at penguins. I know. It's like how that do you person do that? doesn't exist. Yeah. I know. So I think because, you know, the average the average person loves penguins learning that we're actually the reason why, you know, we're hurting them mm-hmm. b- due to the environment. Learning about it could make people rethink some of the choices they make. Maybe let me recycle this or maybe let me use less gas. Maybe let me carpool or something. And you'd be you'd be saving the penguins, yeah. the cute little penguins. Exactly. Where uh, where do penguins live? <laughs> you said <laughs> well, North America and I didn't. He's doing studies in North America. I know obviously he's doing studies at um, zoos and aquariums here. I okay. know that SeaWorld definitely Wait, uh, has some penguins. But there. how does like, if a penguin lives at a zoo, how does that like, how does the environment affect their diet? Isn't that just like? That's a good question. I know that they're just studying the feathers because to see the diet. He's also done studies with penguins in Antarctica too. Oh. So I think he might be able to, you know, cross up right. some, some information from what he's found with the different species that he's looking at. Um, but yeah, Antarctica is definitely one of them too. I would assume also like the climate would affect the food that they feed them. Yeah, like, that also why. has something to do with it too. Like what are they feeding them at the zoo? Um, does that go along with the, the penguins who you know live in the wild? Mm-hmm. So stuff like that. It's also stuff to consider. Is there a reason why like you're drawn to like the climate or like environmental beat? Um, I did a couple of stories uh, last semester over them. And so I guess because, like I said, I joined kind of late and things got kind of busy with finals at the end. I was more familiar covering things in that field. And so when they asked me what beat am I interested in, I was like, okay, well, this is kind of cool. And I'm a mass comm student, so I don't know anything much about science. Right. So it, it was nice to get a break from the words and be able to talk about something else with my job. So yeah. I was like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. Um, so yeah, I was like, okay, this is cool stuff. I feel like science is one of those things I can I have to stray away from. I can't cover that. Yeah, you'll stick to uh, Panic at the Disco albums? No, oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> hey, I mean, they're not bad. You've got to give them some credit, okay? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Will. Come no, on. I agree. I agree. Okay. I, okay. I helped edit it. Yeah. Seems like you're being a little <laughs> hater right now. But, okay. um, but I do think that in Louisiana, I mean, climate is obviously a very big, big subject. Yeah. yeah, maybe if we put penguins on Grand Isle, 
that would <laughs> that would, that would, would wake how, some would people that help up. yeah <laughs> if they had some penguins on grand isle they'd be like well maybe we'll save it <laughs> yeah just like, Okay. Right now they're like, it's just like what mosquitoes and alligators. So they're just kind of like. And people. <laughs> oh, shoot. There's people there. <laughs> well, they're not as cute as penguins, though. Oh, yeah. So, they're not. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Like, I think I would save a, like the trolley problem, except it's just a penguin on one side of the train tracks and, and then people the on the other. And the population of Grand Isle on the other <laughs> Okay. <side>. Okay. <laughs> not the whole population. If any but... of our listeners are from Grand Isle, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Come on the podcast, explain Grand Isle to me. I don't think I really understand what it is, <laughs> apparently. I don't think there are many penguins in the South, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I Yeah, don't... that was bizarre for me to hear that, too. Like, <laughs> like we all know the weather here, and, and the climate change itself is enough for, for me. So I can't imagine what the penguins are going through. Exactly. Yeah, poor penguins. Are there penguins at the Baton Rouge Zoo? Yeah. Uh, I've never been. I've never been. I've never been to that one, but I've heard that it's there's not much to well, see. <laughs> yeah, I think I they're at too. the aquarium in New Orleans, huh? They yeah, because yeah. the list of of his work it said New Orleans. It did not say Baton Rouge, yeah. so I was like, I'm not surprised. And he's worked like multiple zoos, right? Work multiple zoos and aquariums. So I'm like, okay, um, I don't see Baton Rouge on there though. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's not far, anyways. Just an hour. Yeah, just an hour. But there could be, you know, maybe there's a secret penguin in that aquarium in the mall. Oh, like the maybe there's some in like the the tunnels underneath LSU. <laughs> yeah, there's a secret penguin. <laughs> there's a penguin. Do wait. Yeah, no, I think penguins are more of like an aquarium thing, though. I don't think I think Baton Rouge Zoo would have an. I feel like they're not well equipped for that. Yeah, it's too, they have it's like too a hot. small one in the Mall of Louisiana, but I don't even think. I mean, penguins in mall. That yeah. that kind of sounds <laughs> kind of <laughs> bizarre. Yeah. Wait, what? There's an aquarium in the mall. Yeah, there's an there aquarium is? in the mall. It's like a really small one. Yeah. Wait, in the mall of Louisiana? Yeah. yeah. It's downstairs. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's downstairs. Um, I couldn't tell you what side it's on. I haven't been to the mall in a minute. But, like, it's it's definitely there. Yeah. Like, it's own that. separate. Do you remember that story where um, there's that snake in the mall? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's why it was yeah. in there. It was trying to get the penguin? No. <laughs> it was at the aquarium. <laughs> it escaped from the aquarium. <laughs> Oh, they had snakes in the aquarium? I don't know. It was something like that. But yeah. that's like they had. I'll have to go thing. visit this one day. Yeah. I said we should take our kids to go. Our kids. No, no, wait, our wait, we don't have children. I was about to ask. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Boy or girl? <laughs> <laughs> our employees. Our employees. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I think that'd be fun to take them on a field trip to the aquarium. Oh, in we the could mall. take Peyton. Yeah. Hey. We can meet the one <laughs> penguin. 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 <laughs> she would know the most about it. I probably would. You know. And yeah. it would help me out with it too. Exactly. Wait, do penguins just eat fish? They eat mostly. They eat on, shrimp too. It. I know that that shrimp is also in the Dude, diet. But as have well. you ever watched those documentaries with like animals and stuff? When I all the penguins. Watch documentaries with whales. Oh, the one on Disney Plus. Yes. Yes, I watched that. I one. watched that one as soon as it came out. Yeah. Like all the different episodes with the yeah. different. Yeah, I watched that. one I love too. whales. I love whales. They're so cool. Okay, diet. Penguins eat krill, squids, and fishes. Yeah. But it varies depending on, like, the species. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I assume, like, climate change affects fish a lot, obviously. So it's like, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, climate change will probably affect animals. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. And this is why I can't cover science, because we'll be like, that's literally <laughs> stupid. No, I'm agreeing with you. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. For sure. But is there a, is there a, is there a penguin documentary we should watch? 
Um, I'm sure there are. I couldn't tell. Oh, you March of the, the Penguins. Wait, that's a whole thing, isn't it? I don't know. Happy Feet. Okay. I was going to say Madagascar. <laughs> the Penguins. I watched that last yeah. night. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? As prep for, <laughs> the, for the podcast. Yeah, I think those are the penguins we should be studying the most. I agree. The ones that can dance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the, the names the of dream. them though. It's been a while. Uh, since there's I private. It. Is there a skipper? Or skipper? There, there's there skipper. Is. There is private skipper. skipper. Kowalski. Yes. Yeah, that's the taller one. Yeah, yeah. Kowalski. 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 What's the last one? Hold on, I'll Google it again. Okay. I have their faces in my mind, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can picture them, but. Jane. I didn't really watch the show that much. The show that used to come on Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, they Rico. Rico. <laughs> Those are such a such a hodgepodge of names. Yeah, very diverse. <laughs> Sorry. But if you want to save the penguins of Madagascar, you should number one read Peyton's story. Read Peyton's story. When will it come out? Uh, we don't have a set date, but you mm-hmm. can look forward to it like over the weekend. Okay. I'd say Valentine's. Oh, Valentine's right penguin Valentine's, story. So if you want to read about penguins with your lover, there you go. Penguins, very little animal as well. That's right. Did you ever do that thing in in middle uh, no elementary school? We kept a penguin egg, and we <laughs> we didn't get penguin eggs. In <laughs> well, they told us they were penguin eggs, but I'm pretty sure they were just like extra large eggs that they got from Walmart, and we had to take care of one. Why did they tell you they were penguin eggs? No one give, no one cares about a chicken egg. Oh yeah, know? I know the chicken ones where it's like. You have to keep it under the light and, and see, like, yeah. it'll crack and stuff. Yeah. But it was, like, an actual chick. I don't know about what y'all. What elementary no. school did you come to? Dude, I have a picture of me and one of my friends in first grade with our penguins. <laughs> we did penguin eggs. Lucky. They weren't real penguin eggs, but, but like, they told us they okay, were. after you took care of it, did you get a penguin? Like a... Like a living penguin? No. Do you like think a, they gave me a living penguin? <laughs> no, I wouldn't trust you ever with No, no, we made a penguin out of, uh, like, a little arts and craft oh. thing. It was cute. That's cute. I'll have to find the picture. Maybe we'll we'll tweet it out with the the promo for this episode. That'd be really funny. Um, but yes, to save the penguins, read Peyton's story when it comes out. Read Peyton's story. And learn something from the research that is in the story. I don't know. And then maybe someone yeah. out there will be inspired to also save the penguins. And then thus, Happy Feet, <laughs> yeah. happy feet becomes a reality. Yeah, and Grand Isle sticks around because of it or something. I don't know. Exactly. Peyton, do you have um, anything you want to say to the people before um, we ask you for your socials and stuff? I would say save the penguins. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Way to wrap that up. Um, tell people where to find you. Okay. So you can find me at Twitter. It's my first and last name. It's Peyton, P-A-Y-T-O-N um, underscore Emmanuel. And then there you go. Perfect. Thanks for being here, Peyton. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. What was that? That was pretty good. <laughs> that was really good. I'm Jaden Wynn. And I'm Will Nickel, and this has been Tiger Talk, produced by David Robbins. You can find more from the Reveille on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LSU Reveille, and find us on TikTok at Reveille LSU. You can also find KLSU on Instagram at KLSU FM, and tune into the radio to hear them on 91.1 FM.